Hey guys, before you check on into this week's episode, we got a quick little plug for you. So, uh, yes. as we've talked about a little bit on this on on this show, this this podcast, the Artist Notepad, mm-hmm. um, we've referenced the fact that I've started up a new podcast. I've tried to plug it as many times as possible, and this <laughs> is yet another uh, opportunity to do so, David. So, do you want to let everyone know what what's the what's the sitch right here? The sitch is Jack. We did a collaboration action, and yes, we did. I hopped on to the self care project, and mm. it's episode four. And we talk about happiness and meaning, and uncover yes, a lot of um, things that I see as a Christian, uh, views that I hold, and what happiness and per, uh, meaning 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 means to me. Yeah, yeah, and then I suppose I challenged you a bit on that as well, gave a bit of yeah. my ideas from other perspectives as well as some all-round, you know, um, non-religious ideas and just some good quality conversation. But my big yeah. question is, does this count as a podcast crossover? Because it's still us, but we're just on a different podcast. I guess it's a different format because you're a guest and I'm the host. But like, uh-huh. does it, does it count as a crossover? I'm not really sure, hey. It's a different type of dynamic. I mean, I say it in the episode as well, but it feels it's a different feel. I'd say I, it's still yeah. like still same genuine man to man convos we have in our deep town episodes, but mm. just with a different type of um, what do you call it background, I guess. Or yeah. It was a cool episode, man. I really enjoyed talking to you and I I think it came out really well. So, guys, head on over. Wherever you're listening to this, you can find the self-care project as well. It's the self-care project. um, Blue logo with some hands shaking. Also, check out our Instas on the self-care project AU on Instagram. um, Facebook.com forward slash the self-care project AU and send us an email at the self-care project AU at gmail.com. That's my yeah. plugging done. David, shall we send them on into uh, the, the main show? Let's get it. Go Let's for it, it, y'all. Hope you enjoy the show, guys. We'll see you on the other side. Actually, no, we won't. We won't be here at the end, but you, you will be. <laughs> they sure will, Jack. They sure Have fun. Will. Bye. Welcome to the Artist Notepad, where we explore artistry, we talk life, and we talk Disciples Novem Synctus. I'm Jack. And I'm David. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Tan Artistry with Yao Does It All. Today, we're <laughs> going to be chatting with Yao about his recent releases and what he's got in store for us in the future. But first, Jack, how are you doing, my friend? Yeah, not bad, man. Not bad at all. You know, you know, you're living the bougie life when you go out for brunch, <laughs> and that's how that's how my morning Amen. started today. I had I had brunch by the water, <laughs> so I'm wow. I'm officially I think classy, bougie, and maybe not the ratchet bit, but but I'm it's working like on the, it. It's the Meg 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 Stallion song, man. You're living. Got to get hey. the the trifecta. I'm not quite at the ratchet level yet, but that that's inbound. Um, yeah, you'll get that. I'm just going to, I'm just going to stop talking, David. How, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing fantastic, bro. Life is beautiful these days. The weather's amazing. I'm surprised you didn't talk about the weather actually, because you bring it up every single True. episode. Regardless, Do you want me to give, it a, give you have, a rundown? Yes. We'll so it, have it a was, weather it was, man it was nice. 
Um, limited yes. clouds today. Nice uh, cobalt, <laughs> cobalt blue skies. Um, mm, cobalt. Yes, the, there was quite quite a bit of wind though, a lot of wind chill, and it was cool to start off with. So I think we reached yes, about yes. highs of twelve degrees today, so it was quite chilly. Um, <laughs> however, with wind chill, it felt like about uh, about eight degrees, um, especially by the water. <laughs> so back to you, David. Thank you, Jack. Thank you for that amazing, That's all good, right? amazing weather report. Yeah, but but I'm doing I'm doing quite well today. I had a uh, a fantastic lunch at a mate's house. He gave us that Japanese omakase experience. It's when he pretty much cooks up all the meat, all the all the animals you know that is, you know, like cool to eat. Nothing, nothing like no red flags. But he just cooked chicken. Got that lamb. Got that wagyu action going. You know, getting the sauce. It was good. It was amazing. Right. So, so Have no armadillos brewskis. in there or anything. Oh, we we tried to catch one, but yeah, it was hard to find. Yeah, but it was good. It was good, man. Fair, fair. All right. Well, Anyways, well, I think we should let's we um, should stop talking and we should just go about getting on our guest for today's show. And so our guest is yes. someone who we've been meaning to have her in a while, but we wanted to wait until we had a release to come out and something cool to talk about. Um, he's been around. Mm. He's been around for a minute now, and he's steadily growing, steadily progressing as an artist. He's done some cool stuff already. Had a fantastic show earlier on this year, actually. Um, it was mm. it was really good. It was good fun, and I think we've referenced it before on this on this podcast, especially when Tawanda Bay came on. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, he's just released his newest single, Armadillo, and the day after, because he's flexing on everyone else in the music industry, another song has come out with him on it. Two tracks in two days. Without further ado, welcome onto Ooh. the show, Yao Does It All. Yes. What's happening? Woo. How you going, Yao bro? How you going? Yao Does It All. Hey, I'm doing good. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is This is good. This is, I've heard a lot about this. <laughs> this is great. It's better than good, bro. It's great. Come hey, on. Yeah, shout out. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, man. How you been though? How's how's everything going in, in life? How you how you holding up? Well, like how you doing? It's been it's been like I guess like fluctuating a bit. It's just been like a little ups and then, mm. then it goes down a bit. And then yeah. it's just like, yeah. I guess like it's the artist lifestyle. Sometimes you feel like you're the shit. Sometimes you feel mm. like, nah, I, I'm trash. It's just like all mm. of that. But yeah. like, it's just about like, yeah. <laughs> it's just about staying afloat, I guess. Like, it's just like, like just yeah, trying to yeah. keep my head up and just like, I guess just keep working and just that's like, it, you know, doing what I do. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's dope. And on, in saying that, like, congrats on the the recent singles. Yeah. Thank you, and thank you, su- thank you surprised you. us, man. You surprised us fans and listeners hey. with double double single action, back to back action. You know, seriously, it wasn't like it, it's amazing. It was, it was pretty dope. It wasn't even planned, but like, right? Just, like, like it just worked out, I guess. You know, like timing wise. But why, yeah. why not? Like, yeah. I feel like it's been a while, so like people deserve to like enjoy the music. How's how's the reception been for the? I mean, your your story these last forty eight hours has just been stupid on Instagram. Know, like, right. just the amount of people right. sharing it, and then you've got shares you've got the follow up the shares. next day, and there's still people it's sharing Armadillo, and now now the new track as well. So, like, how's the reception been? Um, let's start with Armadillo. How's the reception been for that? It's been great. Like, I think I knew like I knew the song was good, but like because it, it took a bit. So just seeing like I just forgot how like 
how good it is. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't expect too much from him. I was like, yeah, cool. We did this song, which I'm like spending a lot of money <laughs> on and just like getting things right for it. So hopefully it does well. And then it just came out and everyone's like, oh my gosh, this is great. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's like it's really oh, thanks. it's really like humbling just to see like especially like work like that just like pay off mm. a bit you know and that's the most important bit for me like mm. when people like love the music that's what like that's yeah. what I love the best they recognize the work you put in mm. that track's definitely been like um, floating around for a while now in, in your yeah. bank so it's sure. good to see it out but I, I can definitely understand where you're coming from in terms of the um, your personal reaction I guess being dulled slightly but it's awesome to see the the reflection of its um quality uh in mm. in the the people listening to it so like it's mm. um yeah i mean it's a great it's a great song like we all kind of because the first time I, we did that song, we all kind of knew this is like this is a great song but it's I, exactly yeah. so i guess like people are now catching up to it and be like yo mm. we got we got some good stuff coming out so yeah shout out yeah i shout mean you, it's, who let's, let's, it's amazing man yeah, I was about to say let's let's not forget Mayin Do who's come on the the feature. Mm. She's got the bridge and and the the hooks. How did you guys come Amazing. come together to work on that track? Was it um It was It was like we actually haven't worked face to face. That's what's crazy. We um oh, Yeah, wow. so what happened was I had a session with the Sumatra boys. Shout out to Sumatra boys. Yeah. It was um it was Finbar and Riley. Shout out. That was our first session, so we flipped around and I made some drums and they play some stuff and then we made that beat. So then mm. I just oh. I just like wrote to it because I had I had some poetry and stuff. So I just I just put it together and had like two verses to go. But then Nazra was like my you know, she was into like she was coming in the next session. So I had to leave and I'm like, oh she can like put a hook on it, maybe. Mm. So like the next day she sends me maybe. she sends me a message with the link with that chorus. I'm like, what? Like that's what you did to the song? It's a I'm great like, hook, wow, man. Yeah. It's a very it's good chorus. That's dope because I I wanted to I wanted to say like the way your your voices, like Maina and your voice really complement yeah. each other. Cause you have that deep dark tone, like just like he like heavy heavy deep yeah. tone, and then she she just balances it out with her like thinner more like I don't want to say just thin because there's there's a richness to the to the voice True. and like it's just it's there's really good like harmony like balance from it yeah it's dope yeah, man um it was it was great we after that I'm like yo we gotta we gotta do more stuff like absolutely because I knew I knew because <laughs> she was also pretty new with like releasing music and stuff so right, yeah. it was like it was during the time where um I think it was even before she released her first song when mm. this was made so then like I didn't like I didn't want to go to like I didn't know what to expect from her so after that song I'm like oh yo good good like <laughs> like you, 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 you like it's pretty good so I'm like alright I'm gonna just you know I'm gonna just keep working with them cause like <laughs> did, was not? it sort of like straight away just like okay this is a release or did, did it take some time to sort of go through the I wasn't like stage? I wasn't I didn't know where to put the song like right. this song wasn't gonna come out like in my like based on all the stuff that I'm working on like this was not expected do you know what I mean mm. like cause we have stuff that are older than this <laughs> like we have <laughs> yeah, like, <I> know. <laughs> we have stuff that like I've been trying to like put together in a project so like that's what I was focusing on this was like the least one to actually even come out but yeah. it's happened to be great and then like talking to management about it and then like everyone already knows the song already and it's not even out 
So I'm like, okay, this is like something right. to put out. Yeah, it's got that. The first, the first time I heard that hook, it was it had this weird. I got this weird sense of fami- familiarity with it. Like it's, mm. it's got that that hook has the melody of. It sounds like something you've heard before, not because it's not exactly. original. It just has this sense of familiarity that I was just like, mm. I was just like, oh, like who's this? I just expected it was like a, a big song, and then all of a sudden mm. you start rapping, and I was just like, oh, wait, this is one of your tracks, and it, it was yep. I, it was the first time I heard it, but I, it's it felt like I had heard it before, and yeah. like and I it's think, catchy too, like exactly, it, it sticks yeah. in people's brains, like a lot of people are like, I can't mm, get this song out of my mm. mind. I'm like, yes, mm. <laughs> that's what you want. That's what you want. But yeah, it's great. <laughs> Sorry, David, what were you gonna say before? Why don't we um un- unpack it a bit? I was just gonna ask, like, because you mentioned like um talking to management about mm. like um getting songs out mm. and stuff so like I, I was wondering like do you have management like that was yeah, a, that do. was gonna be the question and like so um like, i last last was last year i met a couple of people who um it was it was a pivotal moment because i was like in talks for like label and stuff but it was mm. just like me yeah. trying to still secure myself so then i i was like looking out for management but i had management hit me up ages ago but i didn't reply because i'm like nah like I'm doing good, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, does so it then all? I, I <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so then I decided to like, oh, give it a show. Why not? So I hit them back, and then had a couple of meetings with them, and they were mm. really good. And happened to go to AIM. One of them yeah. used to like teach at right. AIM too. So it was just like everything kind of mm. like lined up for me, and they actually knew what they were talking about. So then it made mm. me think about a lot of decisions. So now, like working with them is like amazing. They're really great. What's yeah. it like, sort of the difference yeah. between being completely independent and having management is, are you finding more pressures with that yeah. process or like, is it taking away any of the, I guess, organic, natural enjoyment that you was previously experiencing or is that all still there? No, it's still there. I think what it, it's more structured now, that's yeah. what it is. I think it's more about um, every move is calculated. I think a lot of the time it was enjoying the music, but it was still flowing around where we just like, like put music out for no reason. Like I didn't know right, like yeah. how, like a lot of things I didn't mm. know that I've learned, like, you know, which has helped this song that we just put out, like go further. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. little things like that. Yeah. So I think it's more like, I'm still, obviously there's pressure cause it's like, there's like deadlines and stuff and you have someone telling you to finish this thing at a particular time, like in all yeah. that, which is like, I'm still getting used to it. Cause I'm, I'm like, I don't take orders from no one, but like still, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, which is fair, but, um, but it's also like a learning process. Cause it's, if I want to get something done, you know, just do it the right way. But yeah, it's like, yeah, it's for sure. Yeah. So I guess there's a lot more professionalism exactly. in how you conduct things now. And like, it's cool to just have a bit of, um, maybe guidance in like um when's the right time or the best time to do mm. things and like yeah i feel like it's it's it'll be harder to be the driver when it comes to like there's the pros and cons mm. but i guess like you definitely have that push it's like we got we got to get this done by this time exactly. and then you're like oh yeah cool i'll, I'll get it done yeah there's this there's this really interesting balance between productivity and creativity and mm. like push push mm. the artist too hard and the creativity goes down push the mm. don't push the artist hard yeah. enough and like the creativity will probably go down as well because there, there's a fine balance between consistency and like making music on the regular but also mm. like maintaining like not sort of drowning yourself in the process and then becoming mm. like a conveyor belt of mm. just uh, bland like trash <laughs> mm. and it's like True. yeah That's how so have true. you found that process of um working out when is too much 
I think um I think I think I'm still figuring it out. I think um I don't know how to take breaks. Like I just I don't know how to chill. Mm. I um like I feel like I've created my life around creativity that that's all I know right now. And like mm. if I'm doing normal stuff just feels weird to me. It's like, bro, like why am I wasting my time doing this when I could just be creating something? So sure. it's still like yeah. I realized although like doing doing like all this quarantine stuff I started off great because I was like, oh, I get time to actually learn and create, which I was doing for a very long time. And then it got to a point where there's nothing else around which has inspired me to actually create more. So then I just like hit this brick wall. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, hey, like if you're, if, if you're just working, you know, and your art, you know, art is supposed to be a reflection of life, like, mm. and your life is just work, then like, exactly. what are you drawing on? Exactly. Like, so like, it's about... Like literally, and I think it just, um, it was just that realization of how important other stuff are to, mm. which like, it's it, like, I've still realized that, but it's still hard for me to like ease into it. Sure. So like, it's been a, like doing this moment of just like doing everything around the music, but accept the music. I've even like, it's inspired me more to like talk about other stuff. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like just about like, I guess mm. taking breaks some time and just like, living just to talk about what you're living about there's, there's a song that tyler jumped on it's called um something to rap about and mm. it's like just like do something just so you can rap about that do you know what i mean it's like yeah 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 mm. can we also talk about I, I was curious about the other track you released as well uh meditations and um how, how did that come about um i'm quite interested in that i know that um jack kind of uh, roasted you on nah, the socials and said, um, Tandy really did a better job than you did. So, am I wrong? Because it's, um, cause what's it called? I got the song, I was the last person to be on the song, I was never on that song. I, um, yeah, you can tell, so right? I, yeah, because what's it called? Well, um, whatever, <laughs> what's it called? So, so what happened is Tandy came through, he came through this to you and she just played it to me. I'm like, Oh, this song is done, why are you giving this to me? She's like, oh, just see if you can put some mm. sad word things on it. And I'm like, what you mean sad word? Like, people come to me for sad word lyrics. But I was like, yeah, sure. Um, and then I just like wrote some stuff for it. But like, I didn't expect it to be out. Like, I was just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just jump on it and just wrap some mm. stuff. But like, at that very point, mm. it was really like, what she was talking about was more of exactly what I felt and going through a little bit. At that moment where I was just talking about like you, like her saying, screw the F word, I'm not fine, but I will be, where it's like yeah. just facing the reality. And I was like, that's so perfect of how I'm actually feeling right now. So whatever right. I said on that song was just like, like at that moment, I'm like, okay, this is exactly how I'm feeling. I just wrote that. And like, I really like some of the mm. lyrics in there because it's like, like it was really good. It's just like a perfect, I like when I can perfectly like depict how I'm actually feeling, but yeah. Mm. No, cool. awesome, man. Like, mm. um, and yeah, shout out to to Tandy as well. And so, who who was the producer on that track? Shout out. So it's Mohi. Mohi is um, he's a producer. And you know what's funny? Mohi is the one that got me and Tandy together. Like, no way. The first time I ever met mm. Tandy was a shout out to Mohi. Like, yeah. So I had a session, <laughs> a session with him, and I showed up, and then he invited Tandy to, and that was the first time I met Tandy. Right, the rest is history. But that's Ooh, the start of the love story. Know, right? The release, though, it's the it says produced by by Scuffs. So is that? Well, it's uh, um. So like he um he's working on an EP. It's like I think it's a project he's working right, on. Right. Okay. So it's like then that's why the name changed and all that. 
Okay. But it was him and this guy called 18 year old man. He's he produces for like you know Kai. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He, 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 he worked on Kai. I love like, he Kai. He's one of because he won. He, he produced Kai Kai's song. Wow. So he's pretty good. He which one? Um, I forgot. It's one of them. But he he produced it and um he played he played keys on this one too. So it's pretty dope. Cool. Wow. Right. That's dope. Yeah, because I was wondering who it was, because like I, I I know who Mohi is, but I, mm. I I I'd never heard of this this name before. So he's, that's cool. He's great. He's really great. He's really dope. Amazing. He's like like he's working with like the most craziest people. Like the most craziest like Like, like he out does it all. You would. Well yeah, of course. But like you know <laughs> <laughs> But he's dope, he's dope, he's amazing. Awesome, man. Well, just like yeah. I guess jumping back to the the, the creativity aspects, like um, there's a lot of music coming on the way for you and you are mm. working hard to sort of keep that, keep um, writing as well as uh, the post-production process for, for your other tracks. Mm. What's your artistic process like? Like how, how are you, how are you starting these tracks? Is it sort of all collaboration at the moment? You all jump in the room together, the people who want to work on it and just make it happen. Like wh- what are you starting off with? Lyrics, beat, what, what's, what's mm. the process for you? It's, it's not like specific. Like it's not mm. really specific. It um, it does. Really, most of the time, I I just collaborate. I just like show up to a session where it's either the boys or whoever, and create something like a cool beat or whatever. But um, then I can go home and just like write to it. Sometimes I already have an idea of something to write about. Like for example, get it, get it was a a song that I I was just like it was like a thing I was just writing. Yeah. And then I show up to a session and we had an idea of how to tackle it. And then I just knocked it out. Like, do you know what I mean? Just the idea kept going. So it's not like a specific process. Like, I think it's just about like, mm. um, I think it's just going with the flow and just whatever happens. And, you know, and I'm really like, but I always take time to write. Like, I'm not like a rush. Like, I don't rush my writing because I always like want to be specific with it. Yeah. So most of the time when I'm writing, I'm mm. by myself. Like most of the time I'm just by myself because I need to like think it through and just like research and all that just so it's perfect. Do you know what I mean? Right. Were you sort of drawing that inspiration Mm. on in terms of lyricism and the themes that you're discussing in your music? Well, there's a lot like just listening to the Koji Radicals and the Kendricks Mm. and like the Coles and Mm. like even the Tyler's like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of intricacy and that's something I really like, I really love in like writing, like, and also music, like I started music with like poetry. So that's where it's from. Like that's, that's mm. why, um, that's the most important part for me. Like writing is like the most important part, then production or stuff that's for me. And then like the other stuff, like the melodies and all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. but I like, I love writing mm. and like, I really listen to like lyrics really importantly. That's dope. Yeah. And speaking on like your, like it started from poetry. Can you give us like what, how it all kind of started? I know you might, you must get asked like the origin mm. story of like, Yao does it all, Yao's nah, artistry yeah. side kind of thing. But what kind of like upbringing or like, um, yeah, where did it all start? Like what was the first yeah. thing? Was it poetry? Because music, it yeah, mu- photos, music like, wasn't like your, yeah. your first love in artistry. Hey, it was photography, well, right? It wasn't, it was not, it was, but it wasn't like, it wasn't the upfront stuff. It wasn't the stuff that I was doing mainly. It was the stuff I was doing on the side. It right. was never like a, it was like the hobby, I guess. So mm. um, poetry started, it started from high school, just like me, like it, just me introducing myself to it. 
realizing like just just wanting to write something cool and i really loved english in school so like just trying mm. to like dig into it and just figure it out so poetry was like me just like trying to be a better writer basically it was never it was never about me being like the best mc or whatever it was just me about like just yeah. having dope writing dope poetry mm. and just like putting words together was just so fun i was like oh my gosh that's so cool and um, <laughs> literally so then I started learning how to produce a little bit it was just like it was just learning how to pro- I was never like I was never really taught music mm. like yeah. I kind of lent everything how, myself how old were you when you started the producing like poetry was, was in high school so yeah. yeah so it was like last like the last years of high school so that was like 2015 that was like what right it was like right. 17, 18 probably like mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was really um, just being intrigued by a lot of stuff and just like self teaching myself and just figuring it out. And I played drums, like I I played mm. drums in church. I only stopped like last year, but um, that was the only musical background that I had. Mm. Excuse me, but yeah, right. like so I was like, oh, I know rhythms, I know all that, I can put that in, but I didn't know how to play keys, I didn't know all that. So like I got like a MIDI controller trying to learn how to do all the stuff, you know, which I'm still learning. But like it was eventually I've learned a lot of stuff by ear. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've, mm, I haven't yeah. been like really musical trained or whatever. I just know yeah. what sounds right and what doesn't sound good. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's, that's how. What's that's your, how. what's the musical taste that, what kind of shaped you growing up? Like does your family have a lot of influence? Like the Obeng household? Do they have a lot of influence on like your your tastes and your likes and stuff like that as well? Like, not, what did you not, listen not to growing really. up? Not really. Like, yeah. I think um, I didn't, I didn't even music wasn't even a thing growing up because everyone mm. kind of loved music, but it was never like a thing. It wasn't like it wasn't seen as anything until yeah. like um, I think the last few years before I left Ghana. I, I realized I found out my mom sings. I was like, what? Since when? What? <laughs> I was yeah. like, wait, what are you sung? She sung in the choir. Like, I was like, what? Feature? You, wow. you feature upcoming feature, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. When so, you make a gospel. So she ended up singing yeah. at church again. And um and then I like mm. I also ended up like joining the music stuff, but I was doing drums, obviously. I was just like mm. playing drums for that. So it was never, but it's, it was still never like a, thing that we thought was part of the family or whatever. Like yeah. it's until now where I realize that my sisters are also like interested in singing and they can sing sing mm. and I can't sing. But like wow. they family still, band. Like, literally they they <laughs> they love music too, but everyone hasn't really ever like I'm the first person who's like, oh, I'm gonna do music. And I'm right, like, right. everyone's like, wait, what? <laughs> like I'm mm. the first person right. like that's crazy. But yeah Was it, it was, were they supportive in that decision that choice that you made to Ooh. be like mom dad this is what i'm gonna do or is it like because they have that like survivors or like immigrant mentality where it's like go do something that's safe make the monies you know like mm-hmm. do what's right kind of thing in our well, eyes or of course like we i went yeah. through it like i went through like my whole family was like not nah, screw you <laughs> like because imagine wow. just like being high school where um, being a high school kid and I, I get why because being a high school kid where I was trying to learn so hard and I was like oh I want to be a forensic scientist like, yeah literally. I was gonna I was just about to ask about that you didn't you didn't start <laughs> off going to music college hey no hell no <laughs> like do you know what I mean it's like the closest thing because I, I started criminology I did a whole criminology course mm. which oh, I was wow. doing 
And it's like, and we look at this guy, all of a sudden I'm like, nah, I want to be a creative. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> what? Get out of here. It was like, what? Look at this guy. Yeah. Like, Watch some NTIS. <laughs> literally. Literally. And it's wow. fair. Like, I, I, before I didn't understand, I was like, what you mean? Like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Did you see? That's like, so I, crazy. I'm like, I'm the best photographer in Australia. <laughs> like, you know what you're talking about? But um, they were if like, you were going nah, to go bro. to like, yeah, if you're gonna go to criminology, then you would have become a cop. So but, it's like, but like, it's either you were gonna be a cop or like, you but, become but think a about rapper, it. Think about yeah. how far, like, how far left. Like now, That's I'm a, so, I'm a yeah, whole artist. It's so different. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, are your parents very conservative in that sense? Where it's like they want they wanted you to have that that lifestyle or like that safe route. And then, I think yeah, did I think it take about, a lot of convincing. Yeah. I think now they get it or now like now they obviously have no choice because it's my decision. Do you know what I mean? Like, but they are more like, there's nothing to it. There's not, there's no like bad blood or whatever. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. you can still do your music stuff, but just make sure like you're safe. Like yeah. I guess financially mm. and all that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like course, I guess now yeah. it took them a lot, like a bit to actually understand. But like initially it was like, Cause it was, cause most of the time you're talking about immigrant mentality. Sometimes it's about survival. It's not about driving. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's where like, um, we fall in the same pit where I always say this, where we kind of settle, but we don't know that we just settle for what we can actually gain right now. Mm. And then we just like become just mm. the working class humans. We're just like trying to survive the whole time. And I'm like, nah, I just want to thrive and be great. I just want to do something else. And just like, you know, mm. But, yeah. That's crazy. We're we're all immigrants, but all for, oh wait, David, were you born here? No, I wasn't born here. I yeah, born so we're Korea. all immigrants, but from completely different parts of the world. That's crazy. Seriously. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Australia it's bring, bringing all nations together. It's, it's funny. It's um, awesome. Yao and I were having a, a conversation a bit of time back, and we we realized that if you trace back both of our families' lineage far enough back, then we might be related. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> Guys are brothers. <laughs> yeah, do you want to do you want to explain that? Because because you you know the history better than me. Shame we're on talking me. about um, we're talking about Jamaica and Jack yeah, is yeah. from Jamaica, um, and British. Mm. But um, yeah. we we were talking about how God, like this uh, Jamaica has a lot of like Ghanaians because of the um the slave trade and all that, mm. and even the word the word Jamaica is a Ghanaian word where um mm. where it's about just like literally people got shipped into a, a place and they're like oh damn we're stuck and that's the literally yeah. name of jamaica it's like which is jamaica. insane oh wow yeah, yeah so like it's like a bunch of them are Ghanaians and like in all west africans and like that's why we're like yo we could you like you mess around and search and we could be brothers <laughs> we could be like from the same <laughs> wow. way but back yeah, way yeah. back go way back <laughs> way back way back that's cool. I, I, like leading to that, I, I, I had like questions about like when it comes to your accent as well. It's not like fully Aussie, but I feel like your Ghanaian um, tone kind of comes out. Cause like, yeah, I just thought it was really cool how when I hear your accent and your tone, it's very unique to um, the Australian music scene. Like we've mm. talked about the Aussie mm. accent and stuff um, yeah. on the pod with, with, with previous Zion? guests. Um, yeah, with Zion. Zion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, but yeah, it's cool how your your accent shines through. Yeah, um, it's I, a lot of people say this. Like, I haven't been in Australia for long, and um, mm. like I was just having a talk with um my assistant, 
director for one of the music videos we we're working on. And she said, because um, she was like, you've only been here since 2012. And like, you don't have, like, according to her, mm. and she's black. She was like, you don't even have the, like, the Ghanaian accent. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? It's like, oh. the accent is always, um, it's always a really interesting conversation because it's like, Australians are like, oh, you have an accent. And then like, mm. Ghanaians would be like, oh, you don't have the accent. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Interesting. It's, it's like, yeah. it's really always interesting. But, um, I don't know. I just feel like when I came to Australia, what I know that I did was like, I was trying to sound like as clear as possible as like the, yeah. all the kids yeah. around me. So I don't sound so like typical and all that. But then eventually, yeah. like I just obviously grew into my own voice and just like grew into the person that I am now. So like it's, it's yeah, I guess it's still there. Like I'm still Ghanaian as hell. I'm like typical, yeah. like, we speak so much Ghanaian language in our house. It's insane. <laughs> but like, um, yeah. also like I can have a conversation with everyone around and I guess, um, I guess it works in both worlds. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, we've, we've had conversations in the past and, um, the idea of sort of how, how school was for you, you know, like as, as an mm. immigrant, what it's like, you know, being a, a tall black kid, you stand mm. out. And like you, you've sort of gotten to a stage where now you're an artist who's flourishing and expressing themselves in such a, um, I guess, exterior way, like such a, uh, what's the word, extroverted way. How was mm. that? How mm. was that transition happened for you to f- from being in a place where you feel like you're almost hiding for for your color, for your yeah, size, yeah. for what you what you stand for, and now you're you you're putting yourself on a stage and you're you're broadcasting about Seriously. your own experiences in your life. Mm. It's um, it's been a journey, like. It's been a journey of like, I guess, um, self-discovery and just like going into myself and just understanding like who I am and the power that I hold and like where I'm from and how important that is to you. Like yeah. when I came to Australia, proud to like, even my dark skin was something I didn't like at all. And this mm. was like, not even like in Australia. When I was in Ghana, Ghana, it was a thing where people didn't, people had a thing against dark skin. Yeah where it was like, it was it was always pointed out and I didn't know why. So I always felt like odd out, like anywhere I go. Like I always felt like when you're a dark skin walk into a room, you don't get the same response as you feel being a light skin dude who just walks into a room. And yeah. like, I always felt that kind of like, I was like, oh, okay, I'm one of those. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And mm. coming to Australia, um, come to Australia, it was the same. Like just being, I used to go, I went to Kellyville High School where there's a lot of white kids, like it's a yeah. bunch of them, just being there, yeah. like one of the few black kids from there. It was such a, like a distinct thing where you just gotta like, and I guess I talked about um, trying to adapt with the language. That was one thing I was trying to like, cause it was about yeah. conversation. If you can speak just like these folks, they kind of embrace you a bit. Do you know what I mean? So at that mm-hmm. point I was like, oh, let me learn the English really, really well so I can like mingle again, like with these folks. Cause like, I always feel like I really like odd one out like that. It was yeah. like, and I was still really, I was really shy. Like I was really shy. I was a dude that sits in the back, doesn't say anything. Like I just, I was just mm. quiet. Like no one ever knew I did music until graduation. That's how crazy it wow, is. Like wow. the first time I ever showed them my, my talent was graduation and I performed and left. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I'm out. It was, it why, was, why do you think that was was that was that also hiding or was that like maybe some yes, idea it about was, it was confidence 
and like right yeah yeah i was i was doing sports and i was doing like i did i played soccer like i i went to regionals and state for soccer like for schools and stuff and i played basketball a bit like that was where my talent spoke and i feel like people obviously and that's like the most cliche thing because oh he's a black man he's fast he can play soccer he's gonna rip everyone do you know what i mean like the yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the usual stuff so no one like i didn't even have confidence in myself seeing knowing that I could rap or I could write or whatever. Mm. So graduation, we like, I, um, I just suggested, I'm like, oh, I could write something. They're like, oh yeah, do it. So I just did that and then that happened. And I, at that point, I was like, oh, I should probably look at, into this and like see mm. what I can do with this. But did, yeah. So that um, so that that's kind of emphasis on uh, improving your English. Was that also why you like got into poetry? That idea of like, um, a fascination with words and wanting 100%, to become 100%, more literate. Yeah, hundred percent. Like we, um, when so growing up a Ghanaian kid, a lot of the t- a lot of people always because it's a it's a what like it's a English like colonized country. So mm. we we like when you know a bunch of English, like you're kind of respected. Like you're kind of when you know what you're talking mm. about, you can get away with a lot. So we learn a bunch of like unimportant big ass words for no reason right literally and like it was it was it was like that girl that's why i kind of it helped me in school a bit because i knew some words and everyone's like whoa like how, how the hell you know that mm. i'm like mm. but yeah i've been reading yeah. dictionaries bro <laughs> like yo, yeah no. that's the same with that's the same with korean kids when they like sit like um english exams and stuff mm. they get tested on the ridiculous words that i've never <laughs> even heard of like and like my english is like I'm better at English than yep, I am in Korean, yep. so that's a trip. Yeah, just it's to a, prove a like prove a point, or like just to be like you know I, I'm at the same level, even better than what you do, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Seriously, yeah. like I guess in yeah. Australia too, like I realized how watered down it was. Like it's just basic English. There's people who speak English but don't know English. They just speak it. They just literally but they, they don't they, know. They don't have no idea. Like they have no idea what it is. Like. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that's a I good guess, point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, bro. It's true because it's like it's hilarious. So it's until coming here where I realized how watered down it was. So like, mm. I guess, mm. like, yeah, that's that's how that's what kind of helped me like fit in and also like going to like church groups and like like youth groups kind of also builds like confidence a bit. Yeah, sure. Like it built, it builds like just mingling with people who, especially black people who were like me. Most of them were like born here, so I saw like, oh, okay, like you're just like me, but you're born here. This is how you behave. It was a bit of like confidence boost and just like trying to align myself with them, you know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like awesome. 100%. Well, I didn't know we were gonna go down this this path, but it's it's a really interesting like. I guess oh, yeah. very it important is. part of your story as well about how yes, how you got to this point. Um, do you do you draw a lot from your your past, like your time in Ghana? Do you draw a lot when it comes to your art, like in, in yeah, in terms of like your, I guess your um your ethnicity and your your history. Not as much as I should. I think um, I think there was a point where I didn't like it got to a point because I feel like Australia has become a slight home for me. Yeah, like it was. Um, mm. It was yeah. It was I kind of because I told I, I said earlier it's about like adjusting to it. So I moved and I'm like okay, I'm about to adjust to this place. So I f- was focusing on what I can do here, and now now I'm looking back because now 
I'm realizing how much I need to find, do you know what I mean? Like just how much I need to tap into that just to keep everything going well, do you know what I mean? Just like, yeah. just to still connect to it. Like, um, so yeah, it's like, I guess it's like a learning process still, but um, like I definitely, like I know it's still there. I don't think I'm drawing as much as I should be, but I'm definitely planning to. Mm, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're um you're big on your visuals as well and as you said mm. you're one of the best photographers in in australia your words not oh, mine yeah. um <laughs> when, when it comes to uh, like when it comes to creating creating a piece of music uh is the visual process sort of does that come along with the the music side as well are you already developing ideas about how you're visually going to accompany a piece if it's a if it's going to have a music video or something because you've got that history as well in the visual side mm. so does that go hand in hand or are they very separate processes for you so a little bit but also um that's that's the most collaborative part for me because i feel like um because doing the music is a whole other thing and when it comes to visuals, I always try and get extra ideas on board just to actually like execute what driving, just just to get the best out of what we can do. I think um part of like I still like hundred percent involved with a lot of stuff that's happening with visually, but also I get like I just got one of my mates, um, Tyler, who's worked on like Thor mm. and worked on Aquaman yeah, yeah. and all that on board who to just like bring a really like great vision to life. So um, it's always like, yeah, I know where what we can shoot, but I just pitch it down and sit down with my like all my artist friends, all my like creative friends, and then we mm. come and create something beautiful for it. But yeah, yeah. Mm. Any any music videos that are on the way? Because you've had some some really nice ones that you've been developing and and ones that you've released in the past. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. Remember we 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 did free zone. Free zone was tight. It was, uh, <laughs> it was it was something it was something it was tight um but i got amadillo which um we just shot which Amazing. um like we pulled off this thing amazingly last like last minute it's been crazy but um that's definitely the next one that's coming out um cool. uh yeah and we got like i think we just got other stuff for like a project i'm working on and all that so yeah so soon like a lot, a lot of content coming Keen. So mm. do you want to, you've sort of hinted on it. Do you want to, like when it comes to the music side, what are you working on at the moment and what's sort of on the on the horizon for, for Yao does it all? Mm. Well, like um, at this point we, because Elah was invested into Amadillo. We're yeah. just trying to like wait a bit and just do all the right things. Like this is the most like proper release that I've done. Like it was like going through distribution and all that. Like this yeah, is like yeah. the most proper stuff. So what I'm trying to do is um I'm just trying to like see how this far this can go and with the videos and all that. And then like I've been working on a project that um I wanna definitely put out this year. But then obviously I wanna see how far this can go too. And like yeah, we like I'm just I just want to work right now. I'm just like working on like two projects right now to try to get them done. And now that like Corona, because also I gotta like be smart because Corona is a bit yeah like yeah screwing things mm. away. Like uh, yeah, because yeah. I, I was trying to go to Big Sound this year, which perhaps we could, and just like little stuff that I'm trying to do just to accompany the project that's coming and all that oh, stuff. Man. Yeah, that would have been sick. Um, we we it's funny we were talking to Jessica Jade about this as well, like how 
sort of ideally you'd be coordinating gigs and and maybe even tours around mm. releases but yes, something yeah. that like artists can't really do right now and so mm. um for some artists they're just going ahead and, and releasing stuff like you you've gone ahead and and done this and um i'm sure it's going to be successful but it's it's kind of that that other side of things where you don't get to go out and and sort of capitalize on that success with gigs where where sure. like um sorry to any recording artists out there but that's where the money really comes from in music these yeah. days is the gigs and obviously you know it's it's not it's not just about money but um that that's that mm. is a factor that like um your commercial value and also you're just building up a a history of uh, quality performances and trust in the people who come to your gigs is important as well so how are you feeling about the, the sort of restrictions you've faced in the virus because of your yeah your lack of being able to throw on a show yeah i yeah. um it's it's hit like it really hit me because um i was like there was a lot there was a lot planned where um and also i love performances like like that's mm. one of the reasons why I do music. Like just mm. be able to, from day one, I just like, oh my gosh, being able to be in front of stages and just with fans connecting with the music. So this kind of like hit me in a bit where it's, I'm like, damn, like we gotta wait till whenever we can do this. Yeah. Um, obviously like yeah. I'm doing like a couple of like performance video shoots and like, and some performance stuff like online virtually that can actually like, people can hold on to for a bit. But um, I definitely like want to like like go on tours or like do some festivals or keep doing my yeah. shows and the new age stuff. So like yeah, awesome man. Well, I I look forward to your gigs in the future because you do you do throw a good show, man. Same. Um, where, so when was the Yao Does It All show? That was it was early on this year, right? Yeah, it was in February. It was on the twenty sixth. February. February. Right. It feels like a long time ago with I know. Pe- people all in the same room, like. <laughs> Everyone's sweating and and it spitting was, on each other like it's seriously. like it's there's no danger there at all. Like it's <laughs> it's strange. I, I wonder like how do you feel about the sort of possibility of well not the possibility but um, the eventuality of gigs coming back. You, like is that something that's going to be a conscious thing for you? Do you think or do, do you think that as as an event organizer you're going to be forced to sort of consider these aspects when it comes to like um social distancing and stuff like that what what are your mm. sort of you got any ideas of how it's going to affect things well, going um, forward well yeah like i feel like um obviously we can't have like as much as many people that we like many people as we used to we used to just power like like feed us up or like us for the alpha tree up or whatever <laughs> we gotta like obviously limit the, the number but um yeah. It's about still trying to find a way to make it work, you know? Sure, like, sure. Just try to find, like, whatever we can, which was still, like, me and Tawanda, shout out to Tawanda, we're still, like, chatting about, we're just working on, like, a lot of merch stuff lately. Too. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. For people to connect and also, like, just feel the vibe and, like, the energy still going. But, yeah, mm. like, it's not going to die, but we just, it's it's about when we can actually keep doing it. Do you know what I mean? Sure. David, did mm. you did you see what a, a Ray did for their latest gig? They 
seemed like they had like a seated gig from what I saw. Yeah, so, so, so yeah. They, they threw a gig. It looked sick, man, but yeah. it was funny. It was just this surreal thing because this was sort of the only way they could make it work. But mm. they had people sitting on the ground in the audience and they, everyone had their own sort of square of space so that they forced the social distancing. But they, I think they got quite a few people to come out, but everyone was sitting on the floor so that they couldn't yeah. be moving around and interacting with each other. It was it was cool, but like it's it's interesting. Artists are already trying to find a way to make this stuff work, mm. and mm-hmm. um, hopefully these things will come back as soon as possible. I mean, you look at movie theaters, and and they're sort of doing a, a system where you and your whoever's coming with you, you sit in your seats, you can sit next to each other, but then there has to be a certain number of seats between you and the next group, and like mm. that that kind of idea of sort of everyone traveling in their groups still, but separated between other groups and mm. I, sooner or later these things are going to have to come back and it's going to be interesting how we see uh the sydney scene pick back up again yeah for sure for sure, sure. Mm. well david yeah. i reckon we've just about covered everything we could have done do you have any, any more to, questions for uh yeah, i for think our we're guest? up to the final question that we've been asking mm. to um our artists that have been coming on the show um and it's it's basically like any words of wisdom or tips or tricks of how to stay productive slash um, positive. I feel like I need I need those advice. <laughs> I'm not I'm not, I'm not the one well, to be uh, telling. Listen it. to the, the artist notepad because we've got twenty episodes so far with tips and tricks at the end of them. So, oh facts. <sighs> Shut out. So, yeah, yeah. But, but but for real, like do, do you it have doesn't just have to be. Been, yeah, yeah. I was just um, gonna say it doesn't it doesn't have to be just to do with like oh yeah, of course, being of course, creative of all the time. It can be sort of to do with um maybe like we've had some people who just said like back off off everyone, like take a break, <laughs> like um let people chill out and just sort of mm. um gather themselves. Like what are you sort of do well what sort of struggles are you facing at the moment? Are are you facing things like writers writer's block? Are you facing um maybe just you're struggling to find like the the spice in in certain tracks what sort of problems are you facing and how are you dealing with them i think um a little bit of like writer's block i think i wouldn't say writer's block i think it's about um i i got used to the way that i do things the way that um the way i tackle music and creativity where it's about Mm. i'm right now i'm trying to search for different ways to tackle it just different Stuff that can, I guess it's like still searching for my sound and stuff that work well for me. So, yeah. um, like, I'm just like, it's still a learning process. Like, I think if there's any advice I would say, I think it's just about just like doing, just doing what you love, man. Like, I feel like like a lot of the time, a lot of people that I've met on the way, just because I was like, oh, screw it, I'm not doing criminology no more. Or like, I'm not doing a lot of stuff. It's created like something I don't even know, but it's, it's I've met people who it's also solidified their like their creative journey, you know, and I've, we've created magic together, and mm. that would have never mm. happened if I if I was just like yo, I'm gonna just do for music stuff. Do you know we I mean? never would have met. Like, mm. Yeah, exactly. Like this would never happen. No, yeah, I, and I mean, like what? like what would what would happen to you, bro? If if you'd never run into me, I mean, like oh, don't even want to think about it, like. <laughs> Man, it's get off your high horse anyway. Like, that <laughs> <laughs> no, was true though. It is true. It is true. Like, I, I, a lot of stuff that I, I've learned just because meeting these folks, like, 
Jack, Tawanda, Benny, especially. And like, yeah. just, just like searching stuff that I never knew that I needed. Like, mm. or I, do you know what I mean, just like the person that I am right now is just because of the people that I've met, you know, the things that have gone right, the things that have gone wrong. And just mm. like, you know, like it's, it's, it's all about that. But I think the forefront of it was that, oh, I feel like I want to do this. Like, I feel like this is really cool. Something that I want to do. So I'm going to do it regardless of how yeah. crazy it is. Like I'm immigrant kid who like, no, everyone's trying to do this. Like everyone's trying mm. to find their footing. But I'm like, no, I'll just do creativity. It's like, what? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I think I'm really proud of that. Cause I, like, I realized that, yo, that was one thing. That was like one of the most bold, like the boldest decisions I've made in my life. But yeah. Awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, amazing, man. Well, uh, to finish up, is there anyone, like you've shouted out quite a few people now. Is there anyone you want to shout out in particular to do with the <laughs> the single or um, your 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 team and anything like that? Any socials you want to chuck out there as well? Any Anything else you want to promote? Plug. Shout out, um, shout out everyone. <laughs> shout out everyone and the real ones, the ones that I work with. Shout out the new age crew. Shout out Benny, shout out Tonda, shout out Jack Sherlock. I don't know who that nigga is, but <laughs> shout out, shout out everyone. Like just, I guess everyone that I've been able to just meet and still work with. Shout out the Sumatra boys. They really like, I never yeah. knew I could make music like that. True. And I never knew how yeah, important yeah. a band like would be for my music. And mm. um, now, they're doing like, some awesome uh, stuff, man. They're like exactly. their, their production is some of the best in Sydney right yeah, now. Like yeah. I don't think they're that's shaping, an exaggeration. They're doing they're awesome shaping stuff. a lot of like the most beautiful sounds coming out of Australia, like coming out of Sydney especially. Absolutely. And like, and I'm 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 glad to just like have met these folks, you know. And it's like shout everyone, shout Tandy, the song that just came out is like dope too. Like. Yeah. It's just seeing everyone like working their ass off, trying to get visions and all that. And I'm really proud to just like know these people, you know? And it's like, mm. these people are like next up. So yeah, shout out. Shout out Solly too. Shout out Peter and Thanks. all of that. And Zara yep, yep. and all of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then you know, you know my shirt socials. Yeah, does it all. So He does. He does. Where, where are they going to find yeah, you? Yeah, does it all, ladies and gentlemen. Well, on Instagram, it's Yao dot does it all. Just search Yao does it all. You find me, and it's also the photography that's Yao shoots. You can find me on that too, and what wherever like Twitter, Facebook, and all that. Just search Yao does it all, and you find me. And streaming services, all the all the Sweet. usual ones. Yes, sir. Sweet. Awesome, all right? Well, Sweet. listen to Yao's new singles. There's two singles in two days because he just wanted to flex on us all. You've Fire. got the first one, which is Armadillo. So you can check that one out. That's with Mayina Do. Um, and mm -hmm. you can check out the second one, Meditations. With a Z. So go check that out. Um, that's, that one's with Tandy. And, and Tandy may or may not have outwrapped Yao on his own. <laughs> so This guy can't shut up, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> supposed to milk that thing, bro. Thank yeah. you for coming on the show, man. Nah, shut up. Hey, we, 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 we got music coming out. True, true, true. Nah, we got music. Yeah. No, I look forward out, to it. So. I look forward to it. Can you give us exclusive sneak peek dates, drop some numbers for the tan tan listeners, or is this going to be? He doesn't know, man. He like, doesn't... If if I know, I'll tell you. Trust me. He just released two <laughs> oh. tracks. Is it? That's true. <laughs> like, if That's I know, true. I'll tell you. I actually have no idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all good. We know it's coming. We know it's. That's exclusive enough. 
But thank you yes. for coming on the show, man. We really appreciate Always. it. Thank um, you, bro. Thank you. There is a we we as as every every uh, memorable podcast we have a, a lost episode, David, and our lost episode happens to be with Yao. <laughs> yes, so indeed. This was this was almost like an apology from us, but it was great to have you on, man. Um, we really yes, appreciate it, and yeah, this conversation ended up going in some really cool places that I didn't didn't expect it to go in. But mm-hmm. thanks for being open with us, sir. Always. Thanks for having me. Amazing. All right, David. Well, that's all from me. Is that all from you? That's all from me too. (laughs) (laughs) This has been another wonderful edition of Tan Artistry with Yao Does It All. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next episode. Peace. 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 Sound like I said piss. Peace. 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 Peace.